0: So excited to have our second episode of our podcast and today we have a very special guest. It's Danny Smith and she's the fitness manager with the YWCA and she's going to be sharing a little bit more about her passion for running. Welcome.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is a very new experience and I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm sure you're going to have a great time and you're going to Uh, given us to all of us uh, very important tips to run. Uh, Tell us, why do you like to run?
1: Oh man, that's a great question. I have, well, I started freshman year of high school and I had no idea what it was. Um, My girlfriend described it as going into a field and getting out of class. So (laughs) it was very different than what it actually was, but I found that I really liked it. I can be a little anxious and it helps calm me. Um, again, I, I told you earlier, but I call it my movement meditation. It just really helps center me.
0: Yeah, it gives you that special, special feeling, right? When you are running, kind of disconnect, but at the same time, you're thinking, But it's very relaxing, like empowering, right?
1: Absolutely. Very empowering. And then just to be able to test your body and see what it can do in that mental game. I swear, nothing gives you confidence like overcoming some of those battles that happen in a race and saying, you know, I did it. Everything was telling me to stop and I am stronger and better for it.
0: That's fantastic. And how you prepare for a race, especially like long
1: distance races? How you do it? So um, I find a good training program, I've liked Hanson's for marathons, Um, and then I really stick to the 80-20 principle, so 80% is uh, moderate to easier intensity, and then that 20% you really make it count and you really find out what your body can do. Um, Stressing the body and then resting the body is really important. And then utilizing those long runs to figure out what is your strategy for race day. What's your fuel like? How does your body respond to it? What are you wearing? How does that feel? I've gone on a sixteen miler, and by the end of it, my socks felt like sandpaper, and it was just I was like, okay, well, not wearing those on race day, mm-hmm. that would be miserable. So,
0: yes, that's just and, you know the little it, it,
1: details, right? That,
0: that's that, that's key. Yeah, but you mentioned something that I want to to really uh, talk about, the resting part, mm-hmm. because it's not running, running, running and running. You need some time to recharge, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: How, how is that?
1: So for my rest, um, I go for walks. Um, I do not as much as in college ice baths. Um, I like those, I like foam rolling. I love Netflix. <laughs> Um, so really just um, listening to your body and kind of seeing what it needs I really feel like again going back to the walking that is such a key thing because it gets blood flow to the area that needs recovery but it's also you know it's an easy pace and you can stop if you need to
0: in that that help you to prevent injuries right mm-hmm. like you need to pace yourself and, and know when you need to take a break
1: yeah so mostly just like after a long run then i will just go for a little walk later in the day just to kind of get my legs moving um and then on sundays i would do yoga
0: Okay, that's yeah. that's a great that's, that's a great tip because you can mix it up with another type of activities, yoga, maybe swimming, mm-hmm. the bike.
1: Yeah, so cross training, um I'm a terrible swimmer. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> um and so I really like inline skating if the trail is safe. So if it's been raining, that's a horrible idea. Um, if there's a lot of debris on the ground, that's gonna mess you up. But I really like that it's a different plane kind of motion. Um, so your body can kind of rest which sore from running that frontal plane and you can go into that side to side motion. Oh wow. So okay. it, it helps build hip strength.
0: And Danny, what about the fuel? You know, what do you need to eat when you're getting ready for a big race? What you do?
1: Yeah, so I'm usually pretty nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so um it's two nights before that i really think about you know getting some good carbs in there um maybe some nitrates um if you're a if you're a diehard and you're willing to do it beet juice isn't a bad idea um and then the night before i i just listen to what my body can do nothing too greasy um sometimes i will have a little bit of wine just to like get me to like calm down um because you are just you know ready to go um So I don't have a specific meal. I know I usually try to hit beet juice the night, like two nights before, and then just something that won't be too greasy or too heavy the night before
0: and do you like to listen to some music you have a special playlist for the big day
1: yes i do so i'm a mother of three so my playlist is everything i can't listen to on a regular basis um and then i'll start my um beginning race part a little bit softer not too, because you have that like adrenaline and you just want to go so i have my music a little more subdued to just kind of remind me like hey hey chill out. It's going to be a long road. You're going to get all the running you want to do, especially, you know, a marathon. And then the end of the race is like my favorite. Just like you hear it and you can't not smile. That's the last six miles.
0: That's awesome. That's so. awesome. Get, get ready. And you get, uh, you're running to, to those beats. Uh, Danny, what would, what would you tell to somebody that, uh, they're getting ready for the very first race, let's say for the Tulsa run, they have not, uh, have a, a race before like that. What would you be your, uh, comments, suggestion, recommendation, or advice to those that are trying this for the very first time?
1: I would say don't start out too fast. Everybody wants to start the race at their like best race time in the very first three miles. Um, You want to make sure that your training is telling you how you start your race. So if you're doing your training runs, those tempo runs, and they're only 740, there's no reason to start the race at 740 or even quicker. Um, You're going to burn out your legs. You're going to burn out all the energy or glycogen. I can't speak glycogen stores in your legs. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you're, you know, it takes three to five minutes for the aerobic system to even kick in. And so you want to make sure that you give your body that time so you don't suck out all your energy and then you're you're dead-legged. So um, start a little bit slower than you think you should.
0: Thank you, thank you for sharing that. And then I want now to ask you about something very important that is the Boston Marathon what's going on there tell me about
1: it oh boston broke my heart (laughs) um i always knew that i wanted to try to qualify for boston um i finally gave it a go and i qualified at the california international marathon and then covid hit and everything changed but um again hats off to california they have a amazing course. It was an amazing race. Um, I qualified by more than five minutes, but then again with COVID and cutting the field and everything, I did not get to do the race day because it was seven and a half minute qualifier. So I don't know how familiar you are, you are but if Boston qualifying run doesn't necessarily say that you're going to run in Boston because they always change it to where it's like, you have to run qualified by Boston more than like five minutes, or in this case, seven and a half minutes, um, to actually get to do the race in person.
0: It's an amazing experience just to even entertain the idea to be able to run in such a, an icon, iconic uh, race, like the Boston
1: Marathon. Oh, it's definitely on the list. I'll give it a go. Once my, once my life settles down a little bit, you bet I'm going to try it again. So yeah.
0: And yeah, because that, that's also a balance. You mentioned, you know, your, your family, also, uh, college and work and life, but you still find that time to run, correct?
1: I am what I would call a weekend warrior these days. So I'm not getting up early in the morning to run. I do work out pretty regularly. Um, I think my, I'm also a personal trainer. So my clients would probably like strangle me if I wasn't working out <laughs> and I'm telling them what to do. But, um, so yes, I, I right now it's you know just trying to get those um, sanity minutes with my busy lifestyle, but I definitely'm excited about turning that corner when it can be a little bit more more time in the tank and on the road. So
0: That's good. And to, to finish, Danny, can you like share just a final thoughts? Again, for those that are gonna be trying for the first time a race and hopefully the, the, the Tulsa those around whatever will be the 2k the 5k or the 15k what will be your final message to them?
1: i would say that running is a lifestyle it's not just a one and done experience it always draws you back in so fall in love with the process no one race means you're good or bad it's a process and it's a heck of a lot of fun
0: that's inspiring and powerful Thank you so much, Danny. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and your tips and recommendation with all of
1: us. Thank you, I had a great time.
0: And remember the Tulsa Run is gonna be October 29. We already have the new route. They're ready to select the shirt. Just sign up and hopefully we can see everybody and celebrate at the finish line. Once again, thank you, Danny. appreciate it. Thank you, bye. Thank you, until next time.